What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the 3 Second Tab. I'm your host Samir and today we'll be reviewing Smackdown which happened on March the 26th of 2021. And just off the bat, this this show, um, I was honestly expecting Daniel O'Brien to start off um, simply just because of what happened and um, how he, just how the storyline is currently going. I know for a fact that it wasn't going to end at the final decision where um Roman Reigns is going to end up only facing Edge especially since Fastlane what happened was is that you know Edge ended up kind of adding on to the little train wreck that happened which was obviously initiated by uh Jay Uso but um you know every, everything that went down especially since this was the first smackdown after Fastlane uh we we already knew that there was something going to happen we knew that Daniel Bryan was not going to let it go down or you know let it slide after what happened so um, obviously looking forward to that, but Daniel Bryan just, you know, staying strong, committed and everything and just, you know, making sure that he, making sure that he's heard by the, uh, officials in the, in the company and making sure that, you know, they're not going to let Edge get away with that. Neither are they going to get Roman Reigns away from that. And again, a lot of people, like not even me, um, sorry, people other than myself as well, obviously have, have predicted the fact that it's it's gonna it's gonna be a triple threat uh situation because it's almost like in wrestlemania 30 when brian was against uh orton and batista for the for the title obviously and what went down is he won that after overcoming such a big you know um unfairness that was done to him such injustice injustice being done toward to him simply because of you know how he is and everything like that and they were mainly trying to push seth rollins and other people instead and making sure that you know h was making sure that he wasn't the champion or like the face of the company but after wrestlemania 30 it obviously you know he prevailed so i feel like i feel like it's not gonna it's not gonna be the same situation here now where at wrestlemania 37 daniel ryan's gonna do the same thing he did in 30 um simply because one there's edge's return so i feel like edge is gonna get that main title opportunity there and he's gonna actually beat roman reigns or um you know i'm, I'm thinking that edge might pin daniel leaving it as okay so technically edge didn't really beat roman he just took the title away from him stacking situation but regardless of that like everybody knew that it was going to become a th triple threat situation so whatever adam pierce's decision by the end of the show was no surprise and some people may have been, but I'm pretty sure most percentage of the people that are watching uh, SmackDown knew for a fact that it was going to become a triple threat situation anyway. But either way, it was a great promo by him. And, you know, the, it, he did kind of mess up in his script uh, around like the 14, 30 uh, minute mark. But, you know, what happens? At, at least SmackDown doesn't have much botches as, as much as Raw does because uh, Raw is Raw's between so many uh, botches. But I think... I think the the raw that just happened uh, on the twenty second wasn't much of a botch uh, botched show. Um, so I'm pretty sure after Fastlane they kind of got their sh stuff together, and uh, you know it it'll all improve on the twenty ninth on uh, on Raw and see if they botched then. But we'll see till then. But anyways, moving on to the next one was a second promo slash segment of the night, which was Roman Reigns. He was he was uh, talking about uh, Daniel's uh, promo. It wasn't really much of a talk. It was just, you know, he's like, okay, well, this guy, he, he's he's still on this. And so Roman got, I think I think he got Paul Heyman and Jey Uso to go after Adam Pearce and, you know, see and, and have a little talk with Adam Pearce about this and bring him to his office. 
Um, but anyways, moving on from that was the first match of the night, which was Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. In all honesty, I was pretty upset with them with the with the turnaround about this match. But then again, it makes sense because there is obviously a push for a WrestleMania match with Seth Cesaro and um, Seth Rollins. So like the this match was a very very well match it was it was great to see i feel, I feel like this match could have also been like a, a wrestlemania caliber match but you know shinsuke shinsuke obviously showing so much fight in him he's you know his kinshasa's oh my goodness they're just just a deadly move and i was surprised that seth rollins was really able to kick out of it but um you know same thing vice versa i mean shinsuke nakamura kicked out of seth rollins curb stomp and uh you know buckle bombs and everything like that you know but you know all, all these different moves are here but i don't want to talk too much about the match i actually want to talk about what happened after the fact so um the match itself i would give it a good you know 7.5 out of 10 but what happened after the match is that seth rollins wasn't he, he didn't let the victory um show him that that was the best you know he took the victory uh, as it wasn't enough. So what he felt like doing, he went after Shinsuke Nakamura and started attacking him. And um, luckily enough, before Seth Rollins can do more, he could do more damage to Shinsuke. Cesaro came out. You know, you just see his theme music start playing. You see him running down the ramp. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, Cesaro's back. Cesaro's back. And, uh, you know, Seth Rollins, um, he, he could not defend himself. But luckily, he did defend himself from the swing. And he's so lucky because... I know for a fact that Cesaro was just going to go even more than what he did last time to him. Um, and while Seth Rollins was on the on the ramp, actually, Cesaro was calling Seth Rollins a coward, which was using his own words against him, which is really good storytelling right there. So obviously, this is this is going to turn around into being a WrestleMania match, which I'm pretty sure it did become official. So I'm looking very forward to seeing that match go down and also the build up to WrestleMania and see how it is. But anyways, moving from that was the second promo of the night slash segment, I guess. Um, and it was Adam Pierce. He got backstage with uh, Roman Reigns after, you know, Jay Uso and Paul Heyman found him. And he just had the simple thing to say. It's like, you know what? Like, you have the smart decision to make. And I hope that you make the smart decision or else it won't be good for you. So Adam Pierce is like, like, I, I was actually surprised by Adam Pierce. He, he didn't really like that uh, affect him as much. So he basically just told um, Roman Reigns, like, listen, my responsibilities and duties are towards the company, not to you. And uh, I'm going to do what's best for uh, this show. So he's holding his ground, which is really impressive to do for, for him. And I'm, and I'm happy that he st stuck with that. Um, so anyways, he, he, you know, excused himself and he left the, uh, left the area, but anyways, moving on from that was the second match of the night and it was Biggie and the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy and Apollo Crews. Now, I don't know if you guys seen my TikTok or my YouTube or, or wherever else I've posted this, but on the, uh, finishing utterances of both of the teams, um, you can see while that, uh, while the Alpha Academy and Apollo Crews are getting ready to go to their quarter, you can see Biggie and the Street Profits, like they're, um, they're, you know, talking about it and talking about the game plan or whatever, but you, you can see Angelo Dawkins, he got a dap from Biggie, but then you see, uh, Montez Fours, like literally right after trying to get a dap from Biggie, but it just did not happen. So he ignored him, uh, or like he obviously didn't see him. So he left him hanging but i don't know why that seeing that there killed me i was like damn that's just that's so tough and especially seeing it as like i was surprised how many people were talking about it really like i, I go on the socials and um you know i check it out and like you know it's it's sunday right now as i'm recording this and i still went to go to check them maybe somebody maybe people noticed it but nobody really noticed it which i was surprised because it's, it's pretty clear to see but i don't know i i just i just really pay attention to detail when it comes to uh the WWE show so maybe that's why but anyways 
the match itself was really great to see. Um, I, I really like the aggression from Apollo Crews. I know before I was saying like how Apollo Crews doesn't really show as much as he did before, but I'm honestly going to recall my statement on that because he's, he, this guy is dominating right now. Like he is showing a lot of aggression and, uh, you know, just, just pure anger simply because of like, he's, he feels like he's been overlooked and stuff. Right. And he's been taken advantage of because he used to be like Mr. Nice guy. And now he's not Mr. Nice guy, you know, because he wants to show that he is one of the best in the, in the company. And, you know, if anything the best in the company and he's going to take biggie's title so come wrestlemania that's going to go down it was made official that it's going to be an intercontinental uh title match at wrestlemania so i'm, I'm excited to see that go down but anyways going back to the match um like I've, I've always talked about montez ford's you know athleticism and his athletic ability like it's, it's just amazing to see man like like that other show where he he, he went up so high and he did like a little 180 um, as he's diving, like it's it's like that's ridiculous, man. Not not even a one eighty actually. That was a three sixty, yeah. And I was so surprised um, to see that go down. Um, actually, no, it was not a three sixty. It was a one eighty. Yes, I was I was right on that. But anyways, like, like his athleticism is just amazing. His high flying ability is great. Like I honestly feel like uh, if Montez Ford ever went solo. I, he would definitely do a lot of damage in there. Like, despite the fact there are definitely other guys way bigger than him, I still feel like he can just use that, uh, you know, that athletic ability uh, to his advantage and actually get somewhere. Um, but anyways, Angelo Dawkins as well. Like, him, I feel like still he's a little bit too sluggish and, like, he does slack a little bit. But then he does end up, like, you know, going on more into the match. He does pick up his, his pace. So I, I, I was happy to see but with that. But, you know, going on to the other team, Alpha Academy, like, they're... Like, they're cheaters, and then they're, you know, good at one time. Like, yes, you have to admit, like, they are both really good technical wrestlers. But then again, they do cheat a lot, and they do, you know, do unfair, um, you know, moves that obviously gives the other team such a disadvantage. And also, another thing, like, they're just so tricky around getting the ref distracted and making sure the ref doesn't see the dirty moves that they're doing. So they're, they're, they're really sneaky on that behalf, and honestly, I feel like that they can... They can, they, they can do a lot of damage without them having to cheat. But then again, it also makes you think like, okay, well, if they weren't able to cheat, how much damage would they really do? So that's another thinker that you really got to think about, um, especially that that's that's what you mainly see them doing. Or most of the time, that's what you see them doing is like dirty moves that they can use to their advantage, which gives them more momentum into winning the match. Uh, but anyways, um, like regardless from that match, I did really see a good... Um, you know, turn off from that match, and I would definitely give that match like a good seven point five or eight out of ten. But moving on from that was the third promo slash segment of the night. Um, Edge caught Adam Pierce backstage, and he's just he's just speaking about his decision as well. He's like, listen, like you know, we we both know where like this should be going. This should stay as a Edge and Roman Reigns match, and I really hope that you get, that you make a good decision on this, um, because again, it's it's that's what's good for the company and for the show. So, anyways, cut from there, uh, goes on to the next promo, which is the fourth one of the night, and it was Kevin Owens uh, calling out Sammy about the attack, and it was that I'm pretty sure it was on the KO show. So, you know, he's he's out on the ring. Sami Zayn comes down, and Sa like Sami Zayn kept cutting off Kevin Owens. So at first, when Sami Zayn entered, Kevin Owens like, okay, Sami. So I have a question for you, and I only and I need one answer. And right before Kevin Owens could ask, Sami goes, okay, listen, listen, listen. I know, Kevin. I know. You want an apology, and I can si simply say, I'm sorry. 
I, 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 you know, I was in my head, you know, this whole conspiracy thing with the WWE is just getting into my head and I took it out on you and I'm sorry for doing that. And I was surprised. I was like, damn, okay, Sammy, like, you know, you're manning up. Because at first that was, that was, that was also my thinking when Kevin Owen asked, uh, when he was like, oh, I want one answer from you and I have one question, but no, Kevin Owens again was like, listen, Sammy, that's not what that, that, that's great, but I, I, that's not what I wanted to ask. What I want was meaning to ask, and you can only give one answer to this. And I said, he's going to cut him off again. And you can see, you know, Kevin Owens is getting a little more frustrated, but he, you know, he kept his patience. He let Sami Zayn finish or whatever. And Sami Zayn goes on with the same, you know, BS about, you know, the whole conspiracy and uh, et cetera, right? And then after that, Kevin Owens so I was like, okay, Sammy, listen, that's not what I wanted. What I wanted an answer from you from, and I can only get one answer. Then Sami Zayn cut him off again. And then Sami Zayn is talking about how, um, you know, he's like, okay, okay. But listen, like, you know, you and me are, are good people. You know, we're, we're good together. And uh, just here's some good news for you. I mean, you can be a part of my documentary. You can be a part of this. And and guess what? Logan Paul, uh, he's going to be at, the, at one of my guests, um, viewers at the premiere at, on, on next week for uh, my, my documentary release and then after that kevin owens like screamed at him he's like listen i don't care about your documentary i don't care about being in a bit i don't care about logan paul okay this is what i want and this is the answer i want and you're going to answer me this now and then we get it we get the answer and boom kevin owens challenged Sami Zayn to a match at wrestlemania and it's gonna go down so it was made official and it was great but you can just see Sami Zayn's not, Sami Zayn's not about it and then um you know kevin owens like you know at first i was just gonna ask a simple question but you know what no i think i'm gonna just kick your ass and then boom he goes after him he's kevin owens is you can tell he's upset like this guy just wants to get at him and uh you know get his revenge etc so uh he, he Sami Zayn just got rocked and uh, he ended up leaving and Again, like, I'm really excited to see the build-up to this. I honestly think that they might not have them... Um, I'm, I I feel like they might not have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have, like, a little segment or even a match prior to WrestleMania. And I'm thinking, like, the last SmackDown before WrestleMania, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn won't show up. But I feel... Because, obviously, next week, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to show up because, you know, Sami Zayn's documentary premiere. But I feel like the show before WrestleMania... They're not going to, like, Sami Zayn's not going to show up. Uh, just because, honestly, I feel like there's not really much you can build up for going on into the match. Uh, but anyways, we'll, we'll see what goes on, obviously. Uh, but anyways, moving on from that was uh, the, you know, fifth, you know, promo slash interview of the night, which was Kayla with Bianca about Sasha Slap. And straight and simple, Bianca just had to say about Sasha Slap, like, listen, uh, Sasha did what she did, but I'm going to be the bigger person and I'm not going to let that get to me because I'm going to show all I've got at WrestleMania and... And Sasha will know, uh, you know, she'll have it coming at WrestleMania. So anyways, moved on from that. It was uh, it transitioned into Bianca Belair entering uh, for her match against Natalia, which was the third match of the night. And simple as that, like the match is going down. It's back and forth. But honestly, it was back and forth for like a good five seconds. After that, it was just Bianca on like a full attack mode. Like she was all she was all on the offensive and Natalia could really not do anything to retaliate because she tried getting out of the ring and, you know, getting a breather. But Bianca went after her. Natalia went back in the ring. Bianca went in there and just trampled her, and she's just going at her. Uh, but, you know, mid-match, Sasha interrupts. Uh, I honestly thought Sasha was going to interrupt to, like, maybe do something like a distraction or whatever. But technically, it was really a distraction. But, no, Sasha just went 
went to the commentating table to sit uh, there and just like you know um, talk about the match and everything. And Bianca's like, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? Why are you out here and stuff? And so Sasha's not really paying her any regard. Uh, but anyway, so the match is going on anyways, and um, I think like right a little bit after Bianca ended up pinning Natalia, and right after that, uh, she and Sasha had like a little stare downish kind of thing. Uh, but anyways, like the match itself, I would definitely because like I, I didn't really have too much to talk about that match because it was just. It seemed like it was just like a straight burial, um, you know, Bianca on uh, on Natalia, obviously. So it wasn't really much you could say about that. But anyways, moving on from that was the uh, fourth match of the night, which was Dolph Ziggler versus Rey Mysterio, obviously with each, you know, tag partner on ringside and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, Rey Mysterio showing so much fight in him. And honestly, I just don't really like the fact that yeah uh, like at first i it seemed like Rey Mysterio was gonna was gonna take an l because you know you know you know the whole situation where it's like you know the the fan favorite or whatever they're going to like they're, they're showing such a such a good offensive then boom like at the end of the match they lose and everybody's like what the hell like what 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 was why why did that guy lose you know but you know anyways so the match itself before i go into more detail before i forget i would definitely give this match a good you know 7.5 or 8 out of 10 but regardless of that like i just I just really liked how like young Rey Mysterio looked in this match, you know, because like yeah, recently I've I've been feeling like Rey Mysterio doesn't really seem like that um guy that he was a couple years like decades ago, right? Which obviously is so obvious and makes sense. So it's not really like me slandering him. It's just me going like it's good to see Rey Mysterio looking like how he did when he was younger, you know. But um, Dolph Ziggler as well, like this guy is doing great. Like he's he he's he's really a great wrestler. And um, again, like I feel like that this match with them two uh, was like another indication of maybe them getting uh, like you know Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio getting a potential tag title match, which again wouldn't really make much sense because the Street Profits still have their rematch clause, which uh, you know top dogs you know top Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode they kept uh, neglecting it. So I don't know what's gonna go down with that, but. You know, I, I feel like next week it's going to be um, it's going to be Robert Roode versus Dominic Mysterio. And I feel like out of the two, it's definitely going to be uh, Robert Roode that's going to win. But then again, I feel like Rey Mysterio might, you know, have some kind of like manipulative ways or distractions and stuff to get Dominic that dub. So we'll see what goes down. But then again, that's only if that's a match that goes on next week at SmackDown. Um, but anyways, moving on from that was the uh, last promo slash segment of the night, uh, number six, and it was Adam Pierce on the decision. And like I said in the beginning, we knew the decision, and the decision was is that uh, Adam Pierce decided on making a triple threat match because like he, 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 he ran through all the decisions and all like the different uh, reasons and sides and explanation, etc., and he understood that everybody was right in their case. But Adam Pierce just wanted to make the one that can just have everybody on agreement, and boom, it it just ended up being a triple threat match and uh, again everybody was i'm pretty sure everybody was expecting this and it wasn't going to be no surprise and whatever but you know obviously in the end as typical as wwe is uh it ended up being a brawl and oh man you can just see the aggression on edge because edge ended up being the one that came out on top from that attack uh for, from that little you know brawl but i don't know Usually when things like this go down where it's always that one person that's on top um, of these brawls and whatever, they're not the ones that get the win. They're actually the one that actually gets pinned in those triple threat situations. So that's that's going to be interesting for sure. Um, but I honestly am going to stick with my prediction. I, I, I'm honestly thinking it's going to be Edge that's going to take the dub. I feel like Edge is going to pin Daniel Bryan for it. And then Roman Reigns is going to have some kind of 
you know, big retaliation at either Payback or one of, one of the pay-per-views or even one of those shows uh, to get his title back. And I feel I feel like this whole storyline with them three is, is going to be prolonged for um, a couple more months as well. I've, I, don't, I don't think it's going to end at WrestleMania. So that's my take on that. And I hope to see what goes down with this. And I'm honestly just so excited on this road to WrestleMania. But anyways, uh, that was pretty much my little, you know, rant slash explanation of uh, smackdown that happened on the 26th yeah on the 26th and you know again i really appreciate you guys for listening to this and i hope you guys share this as well and um you know subscribe to the youtube follow me on all my socials and obviously you know you know just any kind of support you can show is obviously always appreciated and uh you know honestly needed uh, but anyways i hope to see you guys at the next uh, show which will be at which will be on raw on the 29th of march and again i hope you guys take care hope you guys stay safe and just you know just live right peace